7 Million Bikes podcast couldn't happen without the support of our community. I want to give a massive thank you to our existing Patreon members, Zion Johnson, Brandon Thompson, Dan Jones, Andrew Barry, Annie Ver, Carrie Hughes-Parry, Pippa Clear, Tracy Wright, Alistair Chapman, Brandon Thompson, and our newest member, Tien Kung. To say thank you to all of our members, we're having a special pool party here at my new apartment. And thanks to my friends at Mixtape Brewery, we'll be enjoying the new green tea-based hard seltzer. Perfect for an afternoon of drinking by the pool. As you probably know, I'm a massive craft beer fan. Mixtape Drinks is a relative newcomer on the growing craft beer scene here in Vietnam, starting in 2020 by my friend Chad Mitchell and Taipei-based Sean Kidd. You'll often see me and Adri out in Saigon drinking their delicious peaches and cream IPA or our refreshing California Sun Juicy Paleo. And if you're in the mood for something a bit heavier and darker, their Molly Milk Stout is delicious. I was pretty disappointed when I found out though that it didn't actually include Molly. Through craft beer, mixtape drinks is becoming part of the Vietnam community through local music, art, food, and now podcasts. If you'd like to be part of the 7 Million Bikes community and support our podcast, then Mixtape is giving away four free cans to the next three new community members. That's worth 280,000 dong or 11 US dollars. To get your free cans, you have to be in Ho Chi Minh City and join the We Might plan or above. You can still support us wherever you are in the world. And when you do, next time you're in Saigon, the drinks are on me. As a community member, you'll also get episodes before anyone else, invites to special events like our pool party, and bonus content that no one else will ever see or hear. And I'll also give you a special shout out on future episodes. So join at patreon.com forward slash 7 million bikes, or you can find the link in the show notes. Thank you so much to everyone for listening and helping us pass 40,000 downloads recently, and everyone who supports us, including Mixtape Brewery. Cheers. Hey, it's Neil here. I've just published a special, special episode with Paul Villanova, who just played here in Saigon for one night only. He was down visiting from Hanoi. He's Australian. He sold out shows in Hanoi, performed all over Vietnam, also in Dala and Saigon. And he was also lucky enough to be part of Comedy Oi, Vietnam's first comedy festival. Paul tells stories of his own failures, which he says there are many. What's it like to change your life completely in your 30s and what mild success in Vietnam is like. It was a sold out show at Eddie's Diner. I was lucky enough to host it, watch it. It was absolutely hilarious. And thankfully, we are able to share it with you in this special episode. So this is a pod swap from Did That Really Happen? of Paul Villanova live at Eddie's in Saigon. Enjoy. Guys, we are up to that point. Are you ready for Paul Villanova? He, as I said, he's come all the way from Hanoi, then went to Cambodia, then came back. He made it here on time. Make some noise for the one, the only, Paul Villanova! More noise than that, keep it going, keep it going! Thank you, Neil. Oh, how's oh. hey. How you guys doing tonight? Awesome. Uh, I've had a great weekend. Uh, fucking very excited to be here performing with Neil. Uh, I've met Neil through Zoom. Uh, and I've known him for like two years, but I've never really met him in person until tonight. 
Ah, uh, yeah. It's, it's just as disappointing as I expected. Uh, he, did, he did message me earlier, uh, and he said that uh, someone sent a message saying that there's, uh, there's going to be two Australians on the, on the bill tonight, and so that, that we're going to play a drinking game for every time someone said crikey or cunt. Is that you, buddy? Yeah. All right, well, I just, just to warm up, guys, just, just everyone ready? Um, so when I say crikey, I need you guys to say cunt. All right? Are you guys ready? Yay! Crikey! Cunt! Crikey! Crikey, crikey, crikey! Beautiful. Shot, drink, shot. Yeah, you gotta drink your drink now. <laughs> People read shit online. It, it affects people, apparently. Uh, especially on Zoom calls. Uh, yeah, uh, as you can probably tell by, uh, by hearing my, me talk, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm from Hanoi. Uh, actually, I want to confess, uh, I stole that joke off Wayne, who did a show with me in, in Hanoi, right? But, like I said, I'm from the north, and we take things from the south. I did that joke into lat, mad laughs. In Hanoi, nothing. Saigon, I thought you guys, I don't know. It's very weird, it's very weird. Uh, so, so yeah, uh, very excited to be here. Uh, just got back from, from Cambodia. Uh, and yeah, first time being international in, in, in two years, since like Tet 2020. And uh, yeah, I feel like Cambodia is just, a shittier version of Vietnam. Like, like people are a little bit shorter. Uh, the, 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 the writing I can't read even more. Uh, and I still feel like I got ripped off uh, every time I had interaction with someone. Uh, but yeah, so I've been in, in Vietnam for, for three years. Uh, how, how long have you been uh, in Vietnam, sir? Uh, two and a half. Two and a half years. Okay. Uh, in Hanoi? Oh, sorry. In... Oh. In Saigon? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you, you like it? It's good? Yeah. Like yeah. It. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Uh, what about you, mate? How long have you been here? 18. 18 years? Yep. You, your whole life's been here? Yep. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, so you got nothing to really compare it to? This is just your life? <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Uh... I was going to, uh, have you learned anything during your time here in Vietnam? Or, or something that you can think you, you've learned here since you moved here? No. Uh, people put their feet up on your like, hands on the airplane. Like, they would just like, use it as a headrest. I mean, footrest. Really? Yeah. Never happened to you? No. It happens to me all the time. Yeah? yeah. I, I had, I, I, when I was flying down here, someone kept like kicking me in the back of the seat. And it was like right there in my back. Like, Alright, I'm just gonna ignore this. I'm gonna ignore this. And then it's getting more and more. And I turn around, I'm like, oh so yo. And it was like a four-year-old girl. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, uh M Oi, come, come. And of course she didn't stop, she just kept kicking me the rest of the flight. <laughs> it was good, it was good. Uh, I like to think I've learned some things since we were to Vietnam. Uh, first thing I, I like to think is uh, always Wipe your chopsticks with the napkins. Yes. Yes? Yes. All right. That, 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 that normally, the Vietnamese in the crowd normally like, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you do. I was going to get laughs, which is, I don't know why I still would say that, but it's, it's, a, it's a balancing thing. Uh, 
The other thing I've learned is uh, never ever fuck with the black police. The black police. So the, the police in black, just to be clear. Police in black. Uh, like they're like fucking Vietnamese SWAT, and I've seen them like someone run, runs a lot and they get the baton and just hit someone across the face and yank them off the bikes. Yeah, yeah like the, 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 the Vietnamese uh, police force is about as diverse as the people on the Vietnamese currency. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing that I've really learned is, uh, is how to embrace uh, the heat like a real Vietnamese man. Uh, do, 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 you know, do you know how to, how to do that? I know you're, you're a woman, obviously. How, 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 do, how would I um, beat, like, c- combat how hot it is like a real Vietnamese man? Do you, do you know? You don't know? Okay. Uh, what, what, what about you? Do, do, can you know, Drinky? <laughs> do, how, how, would, how do I combat the, combat the heat like a real Vietnamese man? I don't know. I mean, you don't know? All right, all right. I'm going to show you. Are you guys ready? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, and Kenya's seen this before. Uh... Right? Right? That's the Vietnamese man way. I was surprised how much heat comes out of your belly. It's really crazy. Um, But I feel a lot cooler right now. I might just do the rest of the show like this. Um, uh, Yeah, it's good. It's good. Um, I, uh... I remember a time, yeah, like I said, just been, just been abroad, and I think the, the last time that I was abroad overseas, uh, and yeah, like it was a long time ago, I remember being, being, on a, being on an island, I think I was in Cambodia, and uh, I met, met a girl, having some fun, and I'm like, oh, do you want to drive to the other side of the island? Uh, it's like late at night, and she's like, yeah, sure, 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 and there's a bar in the side on, so she gets in the back of my bike, and we start driving. And uh, it stops reading from like a well-lit area to just being darker and darker. And, then, and she's like, can, can, can you just pinky promise that you won't rape me? Uh, I, I don't know what other to say to that than yes. Um, I, I, w- I wish that pinky promises were, were fucking sacred, uh, like that fucking level. Um, as she would tell me later, she's like, that shit's sacred, man. No one would fucking cross this, right? Um, so so uh, we keep going, and, and I'm feeling like bad and, and anxious about it, and I want, to, I want to, the, the woman to feel safe, right, and secure. Uh, and I'm much bigger than her. Uh, so I'm like, uh, what, what, what would make someone feel safer and secure? I'm like, oh, if she had a weapon. <laughs> that, that, that'll help, you know, like... Um, and so, so uh, I say to her, I'm like, um, if you like, um, I have a knife under my seat, and, uh, and and you and you can hold that if you like. And she's like, you have a knife? And I'm like, yes, 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 I do have a knife. And she's like, um, okay, can we turn the bike around and go back to where we were? And I'm like, that is the correct answer. That is the correct answer. Uh, so we go back and, uh, yeah, she gets off. And uh, I, I don't see her again until like a week later. And then we end up dating for three months. Very weird, very weird. Um, the other thing in hindsight, obviously in hindsight, that's very fucking stupid for me to say. Uh, in hindsight, I also realised that I had some rope uh, in, under the seat as well. So it's great. It's great. Um, 
So, so uh, I've got a Pinoy here, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, sea Games, man. Uh, anyone know about the Sea Games, right? Yeah. Southeast Asian Games. Yeah, yeah. So uh, they were just in Hanoi. Yeah. Sea Games in Hanoi. It's very inland. There you go. <laughs> Oh, that's a fucking dad joke. Yeah. Um, I went and watched some of the games. It was pretty fun. Uh, I watched. I watched you guys. Pinoys lose to uh, Indonesia, and they won. First time ever in the basketball, mate. Tragic, tragic. Sorry, sidetracked. Uh, so uh, I'm there, and I find out that one of my friends, uh, he's he's dating a girl who's competing for Vietnam uh, in the golf, and, she, and she's like a professional golfer. And I think she's since then she's flown on, and she's in Europe now, like playing on the on the professional tour. And like, I find this out, and I've known him for like two years plus, and I'm, and I'm pretty sure he's been in a relationship longer than that. And I'm like, how did you never tell me that your girlfriend is a professional golfer? Like, that's so cool. Like, like, like I'd be telling everyone if my girlfriend was a professional golfer. Like, I, I dated a girl who, who ran an ice cream store like three years ago for like two weeks. And I got like some free ice cream, um, and it was great, and, and 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 yeah, it was cool. And like yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm telling people three years later, like that I fucking dated a girl who ran an ice cream store. Like fuck, like, that was fucking cool. Um, my last girlfriend was a was a maths teacher. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's 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 the that's the exact result I expected. So it's okay, she uh. She subtracted me from her life. Um, all right, enough with the math jokes. Let's get these laughs multiplying. Hey, um, actually, no, no. She uh, so so we we broke up. Uh, that's fine. Uh, I cried, but that's that's my that's my fucking jam. Uh, and, and actually, since then, I uh, I met, met met and started uh, seeing this other girl, and uh, and she's Ukrainian. She's gorgeous, uh, and. Uh, I don't know if you, some of you guys are old enough to remember this, but uh, I, and going into this, I'm like, all right, it's 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 fucking like faulty towers. It's like, don't mention the war, don't mention the war. Uh, so of course we can talk about that, and and, and I cry because it's fucking horrible. Um, but I just was thinking about like that was awkward, but it could like. And then I found out one of my friends here, actually another comedian you guys would know, uh, J.K. Hobson. Any of you guys know him? Yeah. Great comedian, great comedian, a Saigon guy, uh, and his girlfriend is uh, is Russian, right? And I was just thinking how, how like it could be the most awkward double date ever. <laughs> like like we, we go out together, that would be like fun. Um, it'd be like as awkward as that double date I went on with my mum, <laughs> and on both our dates cancelled uh... on Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not as good, not as good. Um, so, so yeah, speaking of my parents, uh, growing up, I uh, would always uh, rebel against my parents, but I would do it in like a really lame way. So like in a, in a high school, in primary school, I had a really bad handwriting. And so after school every day, that would make me like practice my, my cursive writing and my normal writing in, in a book. And then I would make like a conscious effort to forget it all. <laughs> So now the, the Vietnamese kids that I, that I coach have a better handwriting than me. But, you know, like, I showed them, like, fuck you, mum and dad. Right, right. Um, and, then, and then I got older and they, they bought me a car, right? And I had a car and uh, I rode off the car. But not, not doing anything cool, like jumping a, a canyon or anything. I just, like, didn't maintain the motor or anything and it overheated and died. But I was like, yeah, 
fuck you, mum and dad, I showed you. And then, uh, and then I wanted to come to Vietnam. And I'm like, uh, can you buy me a ticket? And they did. They bought me a, a one-way ticket from, from, from Perth in Australia to Vietnam. And I'm like, ha, fuck you. Like, no, 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 no. Fuck you, Paul. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I think I just quickly mentioned, uh, I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not a teacher. I'm a basketball coach. Uh, right, so that's, that's, what I, that's what I do in Vietnam. Um, and uh, my, my friends in Hanoi are like, you're the only person too stupid to be an English teacher. <laughs> which, which I like to say, I proved them wrong because of, COVID came and then I lost my basketball job. <laughs> and then, of course, what did I have to do? Teach English. Yeah. Um, uh, this may come as a shock to you guys, but uh, I was a, a terrible English teacher. It's, uh, it's almost like just being a white guy from Australia with no degree doesn't prepare you to teach a language. It's, it's, uh, it's crazy like that. Um, and, and the only job I could get was like very far out of Hanoi. So I would drive like 45 minutes out of Hanoi uh, to this like country public school. And uh, I just want to say, I don't know if any guys have ever been out through or taught in a, in a public school like that, but I'll give you a plain picture. So it's about, it's hot as hell. It's hot as hell there. The fans are going, uh, but it doesn't matter when there's 46 kids in the class, farting, burping, all the rest. Uh, and, and the worst thing is that the Vietnamese kids, like they, they're used to this, right? So they'll sweat a little bit, but I, 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 I've got a, I run a hot body temperature, so... I'll be up there, full business, just like walking into class at 8 a.m., just sweat patches under my arms, awesome stuff. And and they're there, and and the only only help that I had with the back of the room would be the, would be the teacher's assistant, right? But uh, but but she's never helping. She's never helping, right? She's she's always just like there, on her phone, taking selfies, right? And, uh, yeah, very useless, very useless, mostly. Um, uh, so, so, I'm sure, we, anyone, anyone here an English teacher? Yeah? Um, okay, I got a question for you. Uh, so, do you have any, like, classroom management, like, tricks that you try to pull on the kids or to, to trick them into behaving? Yeah, yeah. Or to make them behave. I feel like everything's a trick when I'm teaching. Just don't work on that? Yeah. Alright. Anyone, anyone else? Anyone else teach her back there? Yeah? Uh, do you have any, any cool tricks like that that you use to try to uh, manage the class? Ooh, brutal, brutal. Take the stars away. Yeah, like you, you do that with a Vietnamese flag and it's just blood. <laughs> Um, um, the, the only trick that I could sort of figure out what to, 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 to do was um, I, uh, I would, uh, if the kids, if I saw a kid like picking his nose or her nose, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Girls can pick their nose too. Uh, I, would, uh, I, would, I would make eye contact and do this, right? And, and I'd try to keep teaching and talking at the same time. And normally it would work, right? And they'd, they'd see me and they'd be like, oh. And then they'd stop, right? Which is great. 
And I'd be like, yeah, I tricked someone. <laughs> this is great. I mean, teach you, taught someone, taught someone. <laughs> uh, until this one day, one day, fucking Fong. Fong in the third row. I see him there, and I'm, I'm teaching the class, and Fong's there, and he's like real deep. <laughs> he's like mining that sweet gold, gold nectar, right? Like he's re- in there really deep. And uh, I see this, and I, and I clock Fong. I'm like, oh, yep, and uh, yep, and you pronounce cat, cat, like this. And Fong, Fong's still looking at me, and Fong, without blinking, two fingers. <laughs> Both, both nostrils, both nostrils. And uh, there, there are times in your life where, where you get challenged. <laughs> and you need to like push yourself, raise up, right? And, and meet the challenge at the precipice, right? And then overcome, right? Right? This was not one of those times. <laughs> But still, obviously, I'm there. Fong's, to, Fong's there, both fingers. And so, yeah, I'm both nostrils, both fake nostrils. And Fong just keeps staring at me. Keeps staring at me like he's had a stroke. <laughs> like, not blinking. Like, and, and I'm staring back at him. And then I realized about 15 seconds has gone by, and I haven't said anything to the class. <laughs> And then I look up, and 46 kids have two fingers up their nose. <laughs> and I was like, fuck. And I, uh, I turned to the TA for help. And she, she's not taking selfies. It's good, she's not taking selfies. Instead, she's filming the entire class, double penetrating with their teacher. And I knew what I should do then. (laughs) Good stuff. Um, I know, it it seems like I've I've been talking to some family members who are going to come over uh, and visit me here in Vietnam. Uh, I haven't seen it in a long time. Um, And I just think about my my weird uncle who came in uh, and visited me in 2019. Uh, I think we all have weird uncles like that, right? Do you you have any weird family members like that, Josh? Yes. Yes? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Who's like the weirdest, uncomfortable sort of member of your family? It's an uncle. It's an uncle? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I got an uncle like that. His name's Tony. And, you, you know, like, you can tell he's a bit awkward and weird because his name's Tony Ross. And it's, like, two first names. It's, like, fucking serial killers and my fucking uncle, right? Anyway, so, so Tony's come over and visited me and uh, went to, like, supper or something, I think. And we're there in the bar... And my uncle's turned, and he's like, uh, "Miscusi, Miscusi," to the to the to the MI to the waitress. And I'm like, w- w- "Where are we, Tony?" He's like, "We're in Vietnam." 
And t- t- my t- Uncle Tony, he's a very clever man. Uh, he has uh, an agricultural degree, a teaching degree, uh, very smart, very smart guy. Uh, and he's like, well, uh, yeah, I know we're, we're in Vietnam. And I'm like, what, what, miscusi, if, if you don't know, that's uh, like, excuse me in, uh, in Italian. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, 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 I'm like, are we in Italy? He's like, we're in Vietnam, we're in Italy. And he's like, no. And I'm like, well, maybe you should speak a language that they'll understand. And he's like, well, Paul, Vietnam used to be an Italian colony. Uh, sure. Okay. Uh, order some, order some pizza. We'll all be fucking great. We'll all be great. Uh, so, uh, my, my friend I recently came over when the borders open. Uh, I love this guy. I knew him since high school. And uh, we, we had a great time when he was here. And uh, just thinking back to when we were in high school together. I come from a, a small country town, right? And uh, it's not very open-minded with stuff, right? Uh, it's very closed-minded, I would say, right? The only thing it's really open-minded about is the amounts of meth people do. <laughs> Uh, and, 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 and my buddy, like, I remember I uh, started hanging out with him, uh, and my other friends are like, oh, don't hang out with him, Paul. He's a gay. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like 16 at the time, I'm like, oh, no, nah, no, nah, he's, he's not. No, nah, no, nah, he's, uh, he's got, he's got chick mates, mate. Like, yeah, and, and to be honest, his chick mates are hotter than our, than our chick mates. Like, why wouldn't I hang out with him more, right? And uh, we finished high school, and then we moved to the city, and uh, we, we lived, moved to move in together, and we're, we're roommates. And uh, it's great, and I really like the guy, I got to know him much better. Beautiful man, I love that guy. And uh, the more I got to know him, the more I thought that, yeah, he was. Right, right. And, and like, it doesn't like matter, obviously. Uh, and one, one day, uh, I come home, and uh, his door's sh- closed shut, uh, and I hear like sobbing. You okay, man? You okay? He opens the door. There's like three empty bottles of red wine, and he's like a crying mess. And he's listening to James Blunt. <laughs> You're beautiful to me, no. on repeat. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And I'm like, what's going on, man? What's going on? Because at this point, he'd never come out to me or anything. And, and I'd been like, I, I want to be a supportive friend. And I'm like, I want to be there for you. I want to be able to say, yeah, if you want to come out to me, like, I'll, I'll be there, right? But I'm much more articulate now than I was when I was 19. So I think at that point, I'm like, just fucking tell me, mate. Just fucking tell me. Like, just fucking tell me, mate. Like, whatever. Just fucking tell me. Crikey. Uh, <laughs> um, so so I, uh, I said that to him uh, and he's like, uh, I'm like, tell me, tell me. He's like, fine, Paul, the reason that I'm sad like this is because I'm sad that Dumbledore died. <laughs> he's sad that Dumbledore died. Spoilers. <laughs> and and 
again, I like to think that I was very well articulated and compassionate with my friend uh, because I love him. Uh, but I was like, I was 19 at the time, so I'm pretty sure the book where he just found that out was right there. And so I grabbed it and threw it in his fucking head. <laughs> and then, he, and then he closed the door and fucking what about me some more and beautiful to me. Ugh. Uh, but I, and and I just want to say, uh, Byron. He's not. He's not, he's not right here. Uh, I'm. I'm really sorry. I'm truly sorry uh, for, for being uh, aggressive like that. But in a way, I got mad and upset at you for not coming out to me. <laughs> so obviously, I shouldn't have been violent. But in a way, I'm the hero. <laughs> Crikey. All right, all right. Um, speaking of uh, of uh, things that make Paul look bad, uh, pretty much every every thing that I've said tonight. Uh, I, I moved in. I moved in with a new housemate, uh, and he's a lovely guy. Uh, he has um, he has a cat. He has uh, five turtles. Uh, he has uh, two hamsters. He, uh, he runs a, a charity for homeless people in Hanoi. Uh, help Hanoi's homeless. If you ever get a chance, please don't donate if you see that anywhere. Uh, and he also has a, an adoptive Vietnamese daughter uh, who's a, yeah, she's a product of uh, abuse and uh, yeah, she's sort of like an orphan on the streets. So he's a really nice guy. Um, and it's, it's great. But it just means he has like the moral high ground in any argument. So I come home and I'm like, oh, well, the water's empty, uh, mate. It's, uh, it's your turn to, to go, go buy the water. And he's like, oh, I would. But I just spent the last of my money feeding a homeless person. I'm like, okay, cool. All right. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, and then I come home another time and... Uh, uh, the, f- the food's gone. My food's gone in, the, in my uh, in my in my uh, in the fridge. I'm like, mate, wh- 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 where's my dinner? And he's like, oh, oh, Paul, um, uh, I, I ran out of money, and then someone needed some food, so I just gave them that food. I'm like, that's 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 cool. That's great. That's that's that's, that's great. You're 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 a, you're a good guy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, and then, and then, uh, I don't know. I come home one other time, and um, there's hamster shit like all over our lounge room floor. I just, and I'm like, why the fuck is there hamster shit all over our floor? And he's like, well, um, um, uh, my adopted daughter. Uh, you know she's homeless, right? I'm like, yes, I, I'm, I'm aware. Of, I'm aware of her status in that regard. Uh, he's, uh, so, so she had these hamsters, and then because she's homeless, uh, I'm looking after them for her, and they, uh, and then they got out. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. That's great. That's great. Um, yeah, that's beautiful. Yep, yep. Cool, cool. Um, I don't know. I I, 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 I thought I need, I need to fix this problem, right? I need to, I need to get get get. I need to get back to having. I, mean, I, I need to be the, the nice guy again. I need to be the good guy. So I um. I fed the hamsters to the turtles. 
don't worry. I didn't do that. Because, no, no, I didn't do that. Because it's wrong and it's inefficient. I just let the cat in there. Bam, gone. So I'm going to make another prediction in a comedy thing and uh, that will come true now. Uh, you're all going to find a million dong walking home uh, and uh, Vietnam swans are going to win Asian champs. Yes! So it's a, it's a football thing. Sorry, someone has got that. has got that, yeah. It's, some jokes aren't for everyone. It's fine. It's fine. Um, uh, all right. So, yeah... Um, I, I, I did think of a time uh, when, um, uh, before, before COVID, so yeah, if you guys have seen uh, the borders are open, uh, who's, is anyone here like a backpacker, tourist? No, no, you guys have seen them though, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're back, they're, they're back there, back. They're, they're, they're hair, <laughs> they're elephant pants, yeah. Yes. yeah, they're STDs. <laughs> It's great because like our STD pool here was getting like real small, and it's like we really needed to like diversify, right? Like like it was getting real small, and in a way, it's like it's like you don't ever have those chickenpox parties as a kid, where you'd like be exposed to like other people with kids with chickenpox, and then you all get it, and then it's done. Like we could do that again, right? It's just like STD parties, right? Like. That's pretty much what a pool party at a hostel is, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I think back to before. I remember being uh, at, a, at a hostel, and there was uh, there was some Norwegian girls there, and uh, uh, I'm like, oh, oh, hey, how you guys going? And they're like, oh, hey, and they're like, oh, you don't know anything about Norway. And I'm like, the Norwegian flag is uh, navy blue cross outlined in white uh, rotated 90 degrees to the left on a sea of red and they're like wow and I'm like thank you FIFA <laughs> and uh, I'm like what's the Australian flag look like and they're like we don't care <laughs> what does the Australian flag look like the Australian flag what does it look like can you remember <laughs> sorry, I feel like I'm picking on you now. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Alright, uh, 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 yeah, it's, it has some stars and the fucking Union Jack for some reason, and it's Navy Blue. Yeah, not that exciting, right? Uh, and, then, and then they're like, oh, well, tell, us, tell us something else about Norway. And I'm like, thinking, I'm like, fuck, can I think of any. I can't think of any Norwegian footballers. Fuck. I fucked, and I'm just like, mine's spinning and spinning. I'm like, oh, you guys sided with the Nazis during World War II. <laughs> Which is sort of true. That was more like they were, they were an occupied force. And, but like, like 15,000 Norwegians like served in the Third Reich, like voluntarily. Um, yeah, um, it's maybe surprising they were not, they were not uh, impressed after I, I brought that up. <laughs> Um, even though I like to think, if you look at me, I look like Hitler's wet dream for a grandchild. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know, is it, is, it, is it too soon to do Hitler jokes? <laughs> it's just a shame that the worst thing Hitler 
did was was not trying to fuck his grandson. Mm. Yeah. Too soon, sorry. Crikey. <laughs> um, but but like I turn back to the girls and I'm like, uh, I'm like, how can I save this, right? And I'm like, would you like to hold my knife? <laughs> Um, all right, um, so, uh, can you please give a round of applause? Welcome back, uh, Wayne, Wanye West to the stage. So, um, so, I, I can't really sing. I think that's the theme of everyone who's sung tonight. Checks out. Checks out. Uh, I wrote a song about grab. Right, and it's about how I miss them, and just your engagements with them, and how it all goes. Um, and all right, Ooh. quiz question. Anyone know what this is? Metronome. Metronome. No. Cowbell. Cowbell. No. Cowbell. No. Uh, does this? Vibrator. Vibrator? <laughs> Man, you need to lube up your vibrator. Uh, um, it's actually a, uh, a vibra slap. <laughs> I know, it's, it, yeah, it's, it sounds dirtier than a vibrator somehow. Uh, yeah, so it's like a, like a jawbone rattle, that's the whole point, right? So, so uh, I wrote this song, uh, song in, uh, this instrument was in it on the original, and I thought, that's really cool. I want, I want that instrument, right? And I uh, talked to my friend who's really crafty about making it for me, and he's like, no, he's like, just go to Music Street. <laughs> Obviously. And I, I, I go, <laughs> yeah, and so I go to Music Street, and first place I walk in there, there's, I'm like, I showed them a picture, because yeah, I'm not going to say Vibra Slap <laughs> in public. <laughs> uh, I show a picture, and the guy's like, oh, yeah. And, and it gives me to you, and I, and I, 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 go, I go to hit it, and it's, and it's all dusty, and he wipes it, and then I like I tighten a screw on it, and then yeah, makes the noise. I'm like, awesome, awesome, cool. Um, and then I'm like, all right, well, I'm on. This is the first store I walked into on Music Street. I'm going to do my due diligence. Due diligence. I'm going to go to all the music stores to see if they have one. So so I leave it there. It tells me how much. I leave it there, and I go to 15 other music stores. None of them have it. <laughs> and then I go back and I buy it off a guy. It's like a 300K. Right? And then, and then I, I drive back home to, uh, to my, where I live. And then I, I just uh, I listen to the song and I'm like, I wonder how many times it's actually in the song. Three times. <laughs> so the, the, the slap to, to noise ratio was, was not great. Uh, I don't know, I'll listen probably, because a few more, there's a few more. Uh, all right, so this is, this is it. Uh, Wayne is going to help me out, hopefully. This is, this is cool work. All right, there will be a crowd participation bit. Uh, I will let you know when, so don't you worry. Are you ready? Yeah! Crikey? Crikey! Beautiful. Uh, show them your dick or something. Years <laughs> 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 Oh man. 
Oh, they have to disconnect. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, I'll tell you a quick. Uh, he was talking about lifts. If you want to, uh, I'll tell you a quick lift story. So I used to live on the 29th floor, and every time I would go up, uh, I walk into the lift, and uh, there'd be like tiny Vietnamese children, and they look at me and they'd be terrified, and I'd be like, oh. <laughs> Ciao. <laughs> and, 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 and it'd be fine and then they would be less terrified and then we'd, 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 we'd go up and it'd be fine and I lived on the 29th floor so these engagements happened a lot and then uh, and then COVID happened and then in lifts you're wearing a mask right so the, 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 the whole dynamic for it changed it's like hello good job <laughs> and uh, yeah then I uh I had to take the stairs. <laughs> All right. Crikey. Cut. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I want a driver who gets there early. I want a driver who doesn't arrive late. I want a driver with small flip flops and glassy eyes from cigarettes. I want my food with the right allocations. I want it fast, tasty and freshly packed. He's talking on his phone. He's smoking a cigarette. He's telling me he's here. But he's not. I want a warrior in small slides and a green jacket. <laughs> I want a driver who gets there, er gets there early. I want a driver who doesn't arrive late. Don't be late, Cap. I want a driver with a shiny green helmet. Shiny green helmet. Who uses a machete to cut through traffic with fingernails that are grossly long and eyes that water from cigarettes. He's brought it fast, tasty, and freshly packed. He's talking on his phone. He's telling me he's here, but he's not. I want a warrior in socks and slides and a green, green jacket. Hello, Lazada. Hello, Lazada. Lazada, Hello, Lazada. Lazada, Lazada. Hello, Lazada. Lazada, Lazada. I've got three in it, but there's more coming. <laughs> I want a driver with good communication. good communication. I want a driver with diverse change. At a hoy, we will meet accidentally. We'll start to talk as we do shots of rice wine. He wants a bike with a drink yeah. holder built in. Hoy. He wants a bike that hey. will get him hoy. there. He's changing his name. Jeez. 
from Kayang to Ken, he's trading his cub for a white Honda Airblade. A one-up warrior in bathroom slides and a green jacket. Hello, Lazada. Yes, I can see you in the front of my house. You've gone past. No, come back. I'm right here. I'm right here. No, no, no. No, no, no. You've gone past. No, 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 no. Come back. Come back. Don't cancel. Don't cancel. Thank you guys so much. You have been awesome. Uh, welcome back our awesome host, Neil. you enjoyed this episode if you're like me you may use your laptop at places where you have to use public wi-fi this opens you up to digital snoopers it's a massive problem it can be your internet service provider or you know who looking at what you do online or a cyber criminal trying to steal your bank passwords or credit card info or even a hacker at the next table trying to steal your sensitive data these days it is vital that you keep your data safe NordVPN keeps all of these snoopers away. It makes your internet activity private, protects you from accessing dangerous websites that are fishing for your data, and lets you enjoy your favorite content securely, even while away from home. And it's easy to use, even I could use it. I've actually been using NordVPN for years now here in Vietnam, and I'm excited to be an affiliate partner with them. I've used NordVPN to watch Netflix, BBC, Disney Plus with ease. And I also know that my information and data are safe from prying eyes, whoever they may be. Join now and you'll get 68% off and three months free when you go to my link, nordvpn.com forward slash SMB. Just again, for those hard of hearing, nordvpn.com forward slash SMB. 
The link is also in the show notes. I know nobody checks them out, but go check that out and you can get the link from wherever you are listening to this podcast. As an affiliate partner, it also means that I will get a small commission when you sign up, but at no extra cost to you. So not only will you be getting a great deal through 7 Million Bikes, you get a great VPN and you'll be supporting 7 Million Bikes podcast. Stay safe online and enjoy the shows you love. Any questions, just let me know. You know how to get in touch with me. And thanks for listening to this show. Cheers.